What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. You know what it is. Tune in. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. Look at your neighbor on the left and right and say, man, it's going to really be okay if you give it a chance. You can be seated. Now look at your other neighbor. Say, if you fix your attitude, everything will be better. Absolutely. Amen. There's some people in here that just did not want to participate. They like, I'm not looking at you. Amen. Hey, I made up in my mind, I'm not going to waste one more day being a bad mood. I want to quickly get over myself. You know, know, it's actually easier to be joyful than it is to hold an attitude. That takes a lot of energy to just be mad and stuck up and just like, uh, constipation hurts. Look at your neighbor. Say, "You you need a little plunger or something. You need a plunger a plunger can we give it up for our first time attendees one time hey did you guys enjoy yourself at the listening party last night wow wow if you sit next to somebody that was at the listening party last night this is what I want to promise you They are not who they seem to be right now. Yeah. Last night is why Jesus died for us. (laughs) So we can wake up today and be forgiven. Amen. Amen. Can you put up Acts 12 for me really quick before we get in the word? I just want to say, say something to someone. Every, a lot of people have heard this scripture before, but never get too familiar with the word of God. Um, also, you may have heard, I don't know if they announced it earlier, that, uh, Wednesday night, uh, I heard, I don't know if it was a surprise or not. If it was, it's spoiled. What? <laughs> I heard Wednesday they were going to just acknowledge Pastor T because uh, his birthday is coming up. And yeah, I'm super grateful. And I said, man, for me, what would bless me is if people came out to Bible study for my birthday. What would bless me is if people gave God a chance on my birthday. If people was like, you know what, for Pastor T's birthday, I'm going to go listen to the word for his birthday. You know how some of y'all just came to church for Mother's Day. And then after this, you're going to go back and do whatever you do. Well, it's just for my birthday, come to church, and then you can go back to doing whatever you're doing. And so Wednesday night, the cake don't mean nothing, the pie don't mean nothing, the happy birthdays from the same people don't mean nothing. Um, If the people that say Love Quest is their church home can't come and celebrate, um, I just really believe it's the word that's going to save us. There's mental health issues in this room right now. I'm talking about people who think they okay. You know that's a mental health issue when you think you're okay and you're not. 
are you with somebody who think they got it all together and you know inside they really don't? They got mental issues. Pray for them right now. Don't let them know you're praying for them, but pray for them right now. You, you ever say something and somebody take it way out of proportion? I've done that myself. That's a mental health issue. That's a mental health. Pray for that person right now. Right? Lay hands on yourself. We've thought that mental health issues is crazy people. Well, without Jesus, every last one of us crazy. Every anybody ever have a crazy moment? Like you, like maybe you didn't act on it, but in your head you you flashed. Probably this morning. Anybody today or last night within the last forty-eight hours? Yeah, seventy-two hours. Seventy-two. All right. If you ever had kids um, and been in their lives, especially when they were born and, and then when they don't sleep, that little, that little screeching that they be doing, you ever have some mental health issues, you know what I'm saying? Why does no other God work? Because no other God died for us. We're talking about who handled the sin issue. And every issue of darkness you have is connected to sin. Any darkness is connected to the sin issue. And so it's only the light of this world that I can focus on and see light in darkness. It's only because of Jesus I can live in Goshen in the midst of a pandemic. I was at home this morning. It was storming. I called Bernadette. I said, Bernadette, we need to take down the tents. I only want one tent. It's storming. I don't want no bucket issues tonight. Buckets are distractions. We got our men running around holding up buckets, tracing the drip, chasing the drip. Take down the tent. That'll preach to chasing the drip. Amen. And then, okay. And she said, what you talking about, Pastor? It's, it's dry over here. She said, it, 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 the rain passed through early this morning. We good. It was raining and dark where I was. And she was over here on dry land having a good time. I was over at the house stressed out like, man, this is going to be a bad day. So I was planning for a storm. Then I called somebody whose experience was different. Right? Stop calling your neighbors in a storm. Amen. That kind of came together right there, huh? Amen. That kind of came together. Acts 12. Acts 12. Put that up, please. I think we welcome them already. Amen. Can we get a slide that just like say relax after welcome or... Or how you doing or something up there amen <laughs> sit tight or something acts 12 verse 5 i just want to help somebody try and encourage someone acts 12 5 so peter was kept in what prison peter was kept in what prison one more time peter was kept in what prison but fervent prayer for him was persistently made to God by the church. Thank God for praying people in my life. 
I thank God I got people that pray for me specifically. I think I got, pe got people all over the world pray for me. My mama prayed for me. I got people in Canada pray for me. I got people, I don't know if I got people in Europe praying for me, but we're going to get that. We're going to get that. But thank God I got people that pray for me, that care about me. Thank God I got more people praying for me than people that's complaining with me. Right? You need more intercessors than complainers in your life. The very night before Herod was about to bring him forth, he was about to get executed. Peter was what? That's how some of y'all sound right, sleeping. Peter was what? Between what? Two soldiers. Who is Peter? He needs two soldiers. I'm preaching already. I'm telling you, you better tap into the Holy Ghost. I, I, I begin to, instead of being in a pity party or complaining about being attacked, I begin to think, who am I that is taking all this to try to take me down? Who am I that you got to put your mouth on me so much? Who am I that the enemy can't let up? Who am I that even family members want to turn on me? I ain't did nothing but walk in my purpose. Who am I? Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. Not only between two soldiers, but fastened with two chains. Ain't y'all happy I reread the Bible like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, bring it alive. And centuries before the door were guarding the prison. Man, he had people on the outside of prison. He had people next to him. He had changed down. Who, is, who am I? What's in me that the enemy needs me bound? Why must I be imprisoned? I hear God calling and I hear shackles on me. Who am I? And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared standing beside him. Notice the guard's still there. Notice he's still in prison. So this means no matter what pit I'm in, it can't stop God from getting in. It don't matter how bound I am, it can't stop God from getting in. It don't matter who hating, can't stop God from getting in. It don't matter how long I've been in the storm, it can't stop God from what? Getting in. No matter how much you have sinned, it can't stop God from getting in. And a light shone in the place where he was. And this is very important. And the angel gently. Stop thinking it's got to be aggressive to get free. Stop thinking it's got to be a big old public show to get free. All you need is one word to come in your pit and watch what happens. And the angel gently smote Peter on the side and awakened him saying, get up what? Quickly. This is important. Stop sitting there wondering if freedom is here today. Some of y'all was here last Sunday, heard about freedom, and you here today still saying, am I free? Stop questioning your freedom. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, tighten your belt 
and bind on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your outer garment around you and follow me. And Peter went out along following him. And he, he, was, he was not conscious that what was apparently being done by the angel was real. Right? You can be free and still can't believe it. You could get saved but still be in prison. You can come out the tomb and still have your death clothes on. And then got the nerves to get an attitude with the people trying to help unwrap your little dead stanky self. How you gonna get an attitude with people trying to help you? Well, keep your little stanky clothes on then. I'm not saying that to you. The Bible said he stinketh. So he didn't lose his odor when he came out. We didn't talk about that, did we? Just because you got saved and you come to church don't mean you don't stank. That'll preach too. But thought he was seeing a vision. What if I told you your freedom is not just a vision, it's a reality? Freedom is something to be seen. We should see your freedom. And if you spent more time acting and being free than acting and being victim, you will feel the freedom at some point. But stop looking to feel free to be free. When they had passed through the first guard and the second they came to the iron gate which leads into the city of its own accord the gate swung open and they went out and passed on through one street so they came out the prison then they came out the gates then they came out the street and at once the angel left you notice that the angel led him completely off the premises of his bondage I'm talking to somebody just because your shackles are gone does not mean your cell is gone and just because you're out your cell doesn't mean you're still not in the vicinity of your bondage right and it's because you stay in the vicinity that you attract the same people you met in prison Oh, you wonder why you keep attracting the same men, the same women, the same relationships, the same questions, the same bondage. Might I challenge you to think that you are free, but you're still in the vicinity. When I was going to change my life, I had to leave the vicinity that I was in at least for a season so I can attract new strongholds, good ones, new habits, good ones, new friends, good ones, healthy impossible to change and keep the same mindset might you be in the same vicinity of your bondage what I want to take just a couple minutes praying is that the Lord leads me into new pastures that I have the wisdom and the mindset and the clarity to see that what I've been holding on to I do not need to go forward if there's one reason I'm in Canada is I want to see people free indeed 
one thing that irks me is to see people that love bondage but cry to get help make up your mind make up your mind stop making excuses for your bondage stop blaming your childhood friends and and your family stop blaming people because they're not why you're bound today why you are bound today is because you are choosing some of us to not fight back Build, to put the pillows of excuses around us and lean back and I pray now that you are just going to all take a moment and pray for ourselves and our neighbor that as the prodigal son did he came to himself no excuses no pride in my sin no arrogance remove the arrogance that would be a great Mother's Day present And I'm talking about even the arrogance that can't nobody see. Public and private. And for the older people, your, own res- your, your new responsibility is not your grandchildren. You still have ministry. You still have something to give to help advance the kingdom of God. So no excuses that I'm older now and I got to move out the way. No. If you're under the sound of my voice, you were created to dominate. You were created to lead a generation. You were created to give wisdom. You were created to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't let your marriage suffer. Young marriages, older marriages. Man, your marriage was meant to have fireworks in it. Lord, I pray them fireworks come back in this marriage. Not firecrackers. No little little pop guns. No, I'm talking about fireworks show. Disney fireworks. Stop settling for mediocre stuff. Come on, just take a few moments and ask the Lord to open your eyes to see. here I am I'm yours help me in every way I'm going to leave you with this question before I move on is this in whatever area you are experiencing bondage are you okay with it you have to answer that what does it look like to not be okay with your bondage if there's a fly that keep on irritating you what do you do right you fight back you ever just let a fly kick your butt 
If it's really hot in your house, what do you do? Huh? Open it. You fight back against heat. You get ice water, ice packs. You do whatever it takes to cool down. You fight back. You don't tolerate the heat. Right? Somebody come up and start punching you. What do you do? Huh? Talk to me. Fight back. Well, you got to do all that it takes to fight for your freedom. Jesus gave it to you. You got to fight for it. Jesus gave you a body that's supposed to maintain a certain temperature. That's why when you start overheat, you fight for that temperature. When you get sick, you go to the hospital because you know nothing's normal about you being sick. So when it comes to your bondage, what's stopping you from fighting? I don't, listen, I'm, man, there's people in here that you know you got to change certain relationships. But you're afraid of hurting people. You're afraid of being alone. Well, how bad do you want? Do you want company or freedom? There's people you want to lose weight and you want to get all in shape. But you can't put down the, the Twinkies and all whatever you're doing. Right? You want to be healthy or you want Twinkies? I heard you was like both. I want both. I want both. I want them fat-free vegan Twinkies. Sugar-free. That's why they make this crazy. Sugar-free. They just give you different kind of sweet. You still want sweets. You just, you know what I'm saying? And then for some people, it's too hard. So you just don't try. And you just embrace not healthy. And then when you get a heart attack, you're like, Lord, help me. He's like, that's what I was trying to do when I was trying to help you get on that new meal plan. That's the Lord. The Lord is proactive. He is not like, well, I'm going to save my healing. Hurry up and get in the hospital so I can help you out. No, that's not the Lord. I'm going to save my healing. Get sick. Get sick. I'll be I'm the God that show up when you're sick. No, -uh. fight back. Say fight back. Look at your neighbor and say, you need some fight in your life. And if they breath stink, say, you need some mints in your life. Amen. <laughs> Speak lightly on the H words, on the H words. I'm here to tell somebody today, fight through being winded, being winded. Anybody ever been winded? Anybody ever been winded? If you ain't been winded, you ain't tried hard enough. You ain't never been on a treadmill. You ain't never worked hard. Anybody ever been winded before? Anybody ever get tired for pressing and pressing and pressing? Well, the, the, the Lord says today that fight through the windedness. Fight through being winded. Your wounds are about to compel you into a series of wins. A series of wins. Hallelujah. Understand this. The devil had a series of attacks and temptations on Jesus in the wilderness. He tried them three times. That's a trilogy. So at bare minimum, you are about to experience a trilogy of wins. You, man, you better get out of here. You are about to experience a series of wins. A series of wins. I'm talking a back to back to back to back to back victories in Jesus' name. Stir up your faith right now. Win, 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 no matter what.
Yes, sir. I'm stirring up my faith. I know some folks in here like, well, here he go inspiring people again. What you want me to do? People hurting right now. What did I say? Fight through being winded. Your wounds are about to wound you. You're about to go through a series of defeats in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That don't even sound right, huh? But soon as folks start cheering, it just irritates me. Wait, man. I am, I'm talking about why can't I believe? Have anybody went through a series of losses? Yes. You know how you, we expect series of losses. Man, I'm trying to help you get up tomorrow expecting a series of wins. I'm, I may be behind when I wake up, but by the time the afternoon comes, I'm going to be ahead. Woo! I'm going to be ahead. I got bounce back in me. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm pumped up off new life. I used to be pumped up off weed and Hennessy back in the day, but I got new life. This is what you call putting on the new man. This is what it looked like. It's what it looked like. I'm telling the devil, I got a new mind. And so get ready, get in position, and don't be shocked. There are wonders without warning, and I've been experiencing them. Wonders without warning. Some of your kids gonna walk in the room this week and be like, Mama, Daddy, Mama, Daddy, you know what? I've been acting crazy for a little while. I just want to tell you I'm still crazy, but I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. I'm still crazy, but I'm sorry for being crazy in the past. I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry, daddy. I'm talking about that's a wonder when your kids come back and take, take ownership. That is a miracle. Kids don't do that. I'm believing this week. And it's crazy. My daughter hear me saying this. You know what I'm saying? So she know how she can bless me this week. And just come in there. Right? This is my birthday. Just give me one sorry for my birthday. Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey, I'm celebrating all the victories. Because look, if you ever play sports, if you're down by 15... You can't be like trying to get 15 points in one shot. There ain't no 15 pointer. There ain't no 15 touchdown pointer. Right? But what? You got to chip away. You got you to gotta understand. This is why sports is so amazing. You got to chip away one point at a time, but then you got to get some stops. You can't. Hey, oh, you got to stop trading baskets with the devil. Right, you score and get a victory, and then you go over here and smoke some crack. Oh, no crackheads in here. No crackheads? Okay, uh, I'm coming for you right now. Amen. I'm coming in. You want to play me? I'm coming for you then. <laughs> right? Too many, too many, too many, too many. Amen. So you get a victory over here, and then you come over here on that poem oh it's quiet there amen amen it's like ooh. okay pastor stop pastor stop stop right you come over here you come back and you get drunk you come over here 
come back and you start masturbating. Somebody, that's a demon. Let them out. 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 Deliverance is in the room right now. And right now, I'm telling you. When I call it out, if you feel that thing in your body, just let it. Hallelujah. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Right now. Right now, I'm telling you. Y'all think I'm playing. Let it out. You come over here. You go back over here. And somebody push your buttons and you just cuss them out. You just cuss them out. Who said hallelujah? <laughs> yes, sir. You get what I'm point? You get what I'm saying? You gotta stop trading baskets. At least go on a healthy run. At least go a month of like wins and just stand over here. I don't care if you break your computer. Hey, if you're fighting for your life, what? You, you, your computer that important? Like if you can't control your computer or your phone, get rid of it. Right? If you can't control your mouth, you're going to have to figure out how to set yourself up for success. Bite your lip, bite your tongue, do something, scream. I don't care if you feel like cussing somebody out in the grocery store. Scream. I'd much rather scream and people are like, what was that? What was that? Then they have to get in the car with somebody whose feelings are hurt. Which one would you prefer? A little embarrassment or a broken relationship? I'm not going to feel guilty and condemned for screaming in the grocery store. But if I hurt somebody that I love, that's going to stick with me for a while. Right? You got to do what you got to do to fight for your freedom. Go on a run. Write it down. I'm about to go on a run. Come on. I'm about to go on a streak. I'm not going to go streaking. I'm going to go on a streak. I'm going to go on a streak. I am about to go on a winning streak. Come on. Whatever it is that you've been struggling with, we going to go on a one-month winning streak. Anybody with me? I'm challenging my church. One-month winning streak. Okay, I'll cuss you out in June, okay? I'm going to cuss you out in June, but all of May, I won't cuss you out. How about I give you this? You can look at them crazy. Have anybody ever cussed you out with a look? with them too don't look at them right now don't look at them right now that's a miracle we gonna celebrate right I'm only gonna be moody for five minutes not all day so you got you got a five to fifteen minute moody period and then you have to snap out of it you see that have you ever make gave yourself a time limit so you get what you want you can be attitude -y. So spend the whole 15 minutes doing whatever you want to do moody. And then at 15 minutes, you got to turn on, right? So here you go. Here how you're going to help yourself. The moment you feel yourself getting moody, set the alarm. 15 minutes. All right, spouses, if they don't want to set the alarm, you silently set it off. But when they hear that alarm go off, they're going to be like, what's that? Where are you going? No, you getting out that mood right now. Got that JT Bree? JT Bree, set that alarm. Set that alarm. 
I'm sure you're playing something that got to do with what I'm talking about right now. Like for your alarms, you can you can program certain music, right? So if you program, it's okay, babe. You didn't know you had that feature in your phone. Okay, she looked at me like it's okay. You can record, so you can record something, and then use that as your alarm feature, right? Okay, let's do that right now. All right, we're gonna do dun 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 again. So when you get in the mood, you're gonna set your alarm this week, and then that's gonna go off. I guarantee you, make you laugh. Watch. Some of y'all like this ain't church. This is absolutely church. And trust me, you know you not having an attitude is a miracle. Amen. Tell everybody get their phone out and record. Now, how do you do it? Because some people don't know. Huh? It's a voice memo. Okay. And so, listen. Stop. So you make it a voice memo, and then when you go set your alarm, you can choose music. And you can go into your voice memo and then save it. It should. If you don't got that old flip phone. Yeah. All right. Ready? You guys, watch how it's going to bless you. Only the ones that's going to take you serious. I know there's some people in here like, I'm not doing this stupid stuff. Right. Well, your attitude is stupid. Amen. Fight back. I'm fighting back. Right? I'm not really mad. I'm just guarding my heart. You know what I'm saying? I'm just guarding my heart. 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 That's how I keep my joy. Y'all ready? All right. So y'all start. I don't know where to start. Y'all do. Okay. We're going to, so we don't start on the one. We're going to just let you play and then we're going to do it. Y'all press ready. Press record. Go. Boy, put some snaps on it like boys to men up in here. Ready? Go ahead. Snap out of it. Now you're going to set that every time. This is how you do it. So don't let the don't be like, I don't know how to do this. No, no, you're going to do this. So when you find yourself getting in the mood, you know when that is. Right? Even when you're with somebody that's getting on your nerves, set that alarm. And when they say, what's that? Where you going? I'm, don't worry about it, girl. <laughs> set the alarm. How many? How long did I give you? You got 15 minute moody period. 15 minute moody period, all of May. And then you gotta snap out of it. Now, now, now snapping out of it don't mean you can't get, have another mood later. So here's the rule: 
you only can enter into a moody after an hour so if you're moody in 15 minutes you got to give yourself an hour to chill all right then if you got a reset then go ahead reset In that hour, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love. Richmond household, y'all hear this? We wouldn't be right. All right, they be going down in my house. All right. Let me read a couple scriptures for you. Genesis three, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise and tread your head underfoot. Right? He's talking to serpent, and then he's dealing with, and, and, and because they fail, they fail, they sin, and then he says that you will have enmity between you and the woman, between her offspring, Jesus Christ your offspring he will bruise and tread your head under foot he's telling the devil there is a child coming that will put you under his feet bible tells us that the devil is under our what feet to the woman he will he said i will greatly multiply your grief and your suffering in pregnancy and the pangs of childbearing boom with spasms of distress you will bring forth children so the little pain all that pain you go through in 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 pregnancy it was not god's plan the pain has just been multiplied because of sin i want you i want us to see how much of giving birth to sin has caused so much of our worldly consciousness or our mindsets and to Adam he said because you have listened and given heed to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you saying you shall not eat of it the ground under is under a curse because of you the ground is under a curse because of you in sorrow and toil shall you eat of the fruits of it all the days of your life thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth for you and you shall eat the plants of the field in the sweat of your face shall you eat bread until you return to the ground for out of it you were taken for dust you are and to dust you shall return prior to that it has says yet your desire and craving will be for your husband and he will rule over you let me help you this is the woman was born to be a helpmeet the man and the woman the husband and the wife was supposed to submit ye one to another men dominating women is a part of curse and law so our world says man do this and if a woman makes more money than the man something wrong no that uh, to hell with that from house to house you work out what works out for your family and I said it this morning, not one woman should boast in her making more money than her husband. That is absolutely an attitude from the pit of hell. You got more money in your bank than you got love in your soul. Fix it. The world says, man, boom, woman, here. And what that has done 
is it has created a woman that says I can do this all by myself I don't need you when you was placed in your husband's life to be a help meet, a benefit, a person that holds his arms up, that speak life to him, that brings wisdom to him, prophesy over him, bear children, nurture the children because he don't necessarily have the nurturing you have. And as partners, we rule, we reign, we dominate. But we adopt these worldly ways so our children have split homes. They have parents tolerating each other. And so many homes are functioning under the curse. So many single parent households. So many present parents but not present in marriage. You're not. You're, and, and let me help. Can I help you? You can't say. I can't say I love this woman. No, 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 no. That's wrong. I can't say I love this woman. My daughter but I don't honor her mama. Just like you can't disrespect my child and say you love me or you can't disrespect my wife. Let me tell you spouses, you can't say you love your children and dishonor their parent. How that work? How you gonna disrespect my daddy? How you gonna disrespect my mama? Yeah, I know, I know he, he a little crazy, I get it. Then we point big, big children choose. I'm pointing this out because where we're going, I'm gonna show you that as a New Testament believer, we're not under the curse. So this is one point I wanted to bring. Stop adopting worldly philosophies for family. This is why we're so far away from God's intention for our families, for our identities. And we play God in our lives. And then I want to bring out this other point. Is that not one spirit-filled New Testament believer should be working under the curse. Working. I want to free you today. Your nine to five, your grind, your grizzly, you're doing everything you need to do to get money in the name of giving more, in the name of providing your children the best life ever, but abandoning your role as a spouse. You got time for mammon, but not time for your men. <laughs> That's a house under the curse because here's what he announces in the sweat of your face shall you eat bread until you die out in the field away from the garden will you have to strive you have to make a living. You have to work for a living instead of a giving. Everything God gave us, it was to steward. He said, hey, steward, subdue, dominate. Steward, subdue, dominate. He said, hey, go name that. That's on you. Go name that. He gave it. He blessed us. It was favor. Then it was curse. Jesus came and he put us back in favor. 
Don't you dare another day allow yourself to live in the grit and grind of the world. The world lives under curse and under law. If you've been redeemed, you ain't just been redeemed for afterlife. You've been redeemed for this life. I don't got to work how you work. I don't got to abandon my family to work overtime. God is working overtime for me. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. I'm going to love. I'm going to spend time. I'm going to take a vacation with my wife. I'm going to massage my spouse. I'm going to love my kids. I'm going to sit and talk to them. If, if, if I need to do that instead of overtime, I'm trying to tell you, I don't know how many blessings that I have gotten, how much favor has been on my household, and all I've done was made you a priority. In our marriage, we just we'll go through our stuff, but man, we've made forgiveness. We've made quickly turning around. We made loving each other a priority. And God just continues to bless. He says, seek me, my ways of doing things, my kingdom, and all this stuff you sweating will be added to you. Man, what if the missing ingredient was love? Here's the help. He says, if you don't have love, you are nothing. He said, you can have gifts, you can prophesy, you can have faith that moves mountains, but if you have not love, you're a sounding gong. So you can still be a prophet and still be enmity to God. He's not taking your gifts, so prophesy. But if you don't have love, you ain't making kingdom impact. He says, thanks for your word, but where's your love? Thanks for the extra money you gave the church, but where's your love you giving your family? So what we do is we want to do works so we feel good about being absent. You can't pay for what love has already paid for. There's a harvest for lovers. You ready? That's not for Christians. This is not a religious harvest. This is a harvest for lovers. The Bible talks about lovers. Lovers. People that put God first. Read Psalm 91 and get on down there where he says, because you love me. Right? The Lord did something radical for my family a few weeks ago. And he reminded me, here you go, Troy. We, we think we're the only, we're thinking that God called us to just always say thank you. Like just, we bring offering, we praise God. We just say, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. And would that be a relationship if I was the only one grateful? See, sons get to experience the Lord saying thank you. And when God say thank you. Hit different. See, when you fall in love with the Lord, you start finding stuff out about this relationship that will blow you. It's the greatest relationship you can ever have. Can't nobody love on you like God can. Can't nobody bring strength to you. Can't nobody affirm you. God will stay, say stuff about you to you that will be like, oh, okay, Lord. Say that again, Jesus. I like that. I like that. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. 
because he knows the depths of you he knows how to talk to you he made you sitting here waiting on no booger man you better get your life together and turn to the Lord I'm telling you let me move off that and he said thorns and thistles and we will sweat man say, 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 say right now I will no longer live under the curse and live, live under the law I want you to see this if Jesus was the second and last Adam ready then we are the second and last Eve. So the curse that Eve and Adam was under, we're no longer under. I'm trying to help you right now. So although that was a way, I can't be inferior to that because that's been broken. That's what he restored. Now, I do not have to work how Adam and Eve had to work. I do not have to work how Ezekiel worked. I do not have to work how Job worked. I do not have to work like how Abraham. If I look at Abraham, he entered faith. He, he exhibited faith to us. And all that was is him obeying God. Go where I tell you to go. Wait for instructions. Until next time, keep it pushing. And you will find favor. I will be, I am your exceed and great reward not your work not your diploma none of that you look at Abraham's faith when we walk by faith in the father we begin to see the covenant at hand in our lives Jesus second Adam last church the bride so birthing looks different to us you better see this you better see this Hebrews, just so you know, it's just talking about shadows. So when you look at the Old Testament, you see shadows of things to come, things to come. So I can look at things in the Old Testament. I can see um, how, how, the, the, how, how David did certain things. I can see certain things, what worship meant in the Old Testament and what it means today. We see in Hebrews 10, we see in Colossians 2. Such things are only shadows. So when I look at Genesis 3, I see it as a shadow for things that were to what? Come. So I don't get stuck on the curse. Okay, I don't get stuck on the curse. If I don't tithe, I'm not cursed. I tithe under grace. I get to tithe but God ain't mad at me that I don't tithe but here's the T I don't tap into a favor and a blessing that is set aside for me when I don't tithe so if I don't tithe I'm losing out see when I tithe I sow into the kingdom overflow when I don't tithe I live off my hours chapstick I use chapstick y'all it came out my pants too tight to hold the chapstick amen that's what that was next was coming to the mouth spray amen amen oh my god do I need some chapsticks with you all right thank you I love this this is part of community oh you need some chapstick amen We, could, we hood. I celebrate being from the hood with my daughter. My daughter, just so y'all know, hey, Pam, my, you'll appreciate this. My daughter just texted me 
and said, when the Lord leads, throw me your chapstick. There you go, sweetie. Amen. 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 Hey, while she was praying, it popped out my pocket, though. You anointed, girl. Okay. 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 Then suddenly, amen. That's too weird. Amen. I'm going to stay focused. Listen, a sound of uproar is coming from the city. And Isaiah talked about Jesus a whole lot. A sound from the temple. It is the thunder of Yahweh. As he completely punishes his enemies. I'm telling you, love quest, when we praise and worship, that thunder is punishing the enemy. That enemy that was plaguing this area, this community that people keep on. Let me let me tell every general contractor and developer in this city. This, this new development ain't going to be what it's supposed to be. And it ain't popping off how it is without God sending a church to bust open the heavens for you. Man. You can put up new buildings. Don't mean you're going to put up new lives. Man, Zion gave birth. What? Sudden. How you go from struggling to birthing suddenly? How did you go from struggling to suddenly? See, this is when you start kicking in to New Testament believer, favor, covenant. Is you go from struggling to suddenly. Somebody's, somebody suddenly. I'm telling you this week, you can go from struggling to suddenly. Struggling with your strongholds to suddenly dominate your strongholds. <laughs> Struggling with insecurity, securities, and getting into suddenly having a confidence about you that folks is like, who do you think you are? And you're going to say, this week I have found who I really am. There's some people you getting ready to say in a good way, I don't need you no more. see I said in a respectful way not how I just said it but you know what I'm saying you're going to say it in a, in, a, in a respectful way you're going to go from struggling with your shyness you're going to go struggle from struggling with your call making excuses about why oh, I'm shy God's about to call somebody out you getting on that platform I'm afraid to speak in front of people. That's why he wants to use you. Yeah, whoever that is, somebody right there. And I want you to see this. Even before going into labor, she gave birth. Who said you got to struggle to be blessed? I'm going to help wake you up right now. You was dozing there for a minute. I got a word for you. The Lord said, you, yeah, you, were, struggling, you were struggling right now. You're about to go from struggling to suddenly right there. Amen. Wake up, boy. The Lord said, you don't have to struggle no more. You don't have to struggle no more. And you don't have to please people who you can never please. They, you can never please those people. Listen, they're too familiar with you. 
So God is calling you out from the familiar to get you into uncomfortable because God is about to send you back into your tr- back into where you came from, elevated. They're too intimidated by the oil on your life. You would never grow there, and only you know where there is. You're struggling because they keep the lid on you. But the Lord is pulling the lid off this week. Yes. She delivered a son without any painful contractions. I want to help somebody. What you're going through is not God getting you ready for your ministry. God might use it. But what you're going through is not the road God had planned for you to be promoted. You got to get out of that mindset because if you think it's God's plan, you go through this. You will procrastinate. You will validate your, your pit. And you will stay in it longer than you need to because you think God is in it. God is not in it for the struggle. He's in it for you. He's trying to keep you from killing yourself. That's why he's in it. He's not in it because he planned on it. He's in it because you ended up there and you're his child. He cares for you. But no more thinking God needed. You think God is so insufficient. He needs you to struggle for him to bless you. That is a poverty mentality to think you have to struggle to be blessed. Didn't say storms won't come. But at least I know storms is going to come. I can at least stop signing up for them. Just signing up for storms. You wake up with an umbrella and water boots on. Is it called water boots? Rubber boots, water boots, whatever. That's a poverty mentality. What does this have to do with anything? Because you have a spiritual womb. And God is trying to birth some things through you. Looks like we're going to end up right where we ended up last last night. I want to I want to read this. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Yeah, he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. Okay. And with the stripes that what? wounded him we are what healed and made whole what did it say because of his wounds I'm whole so he it looks like he took the struggle I'm trying to help somebody today get out of your pity party your wounds will turn into wins okay I'll leave you with this stream of thoughts. Out of every womb comes a savior to the world. How many people came out of womb? I need you to raise your hand in case we got any weird people in here. How many people came out of womb? Okay. Out of every womb comes a savior, a savior to the world. Now, I need you to not get religious on me. I said, I didn't say out of every womb comes the savior of the world. I said out of every womb comes a savior 
into the world. Out of every wound comes answers for a savior. Out of every wound, my scars, my testimonies, help me be a savior in people's lives. I just want to help some religious mindsets. I want to help your mindset. It is a difference between being the savior of the world versus a savior to the world. Okay? Let me help you out. Only saviors can endure wounds. Only saviors can endure wounds. There's only one savior of the world. But the reason why you are yoked up with the Savior and you are yoked up to endure is so that you can be an answer to someone's issue. How many people have ever come to this church or went to another church or said to someone, you've been an answer to prayer? If you're an answer, you're a Savior. I didn't say you're the Savior. I didn't say you died and saved people from hell. But you for sure, through your wisdom and through your anointing, coupled with the Lord himself, are a answer, a savior to people's darkness. Okay, let's go further. He says, you're the light of the world. Because there was someone walking in their light when they came and shined their light in my darkness. They saved my life. My grandmama's prayers saved my life. My mama's diligence saved my life. My grandmama's prayers saved her son's life. To some people, I've heard, love quest saved your life. It was a what? Answer to prayer. You got to see this. With the Lord himself inside of you, you must know that whenever you walk into a space, you bring saving grace. He says that he is the king of what? Kings. He is the Lord of what? Lords. He tells us that we are a royal priesthood. Go look up what priest is. He says that we are the light of the world, the salt of the earth. It says that he is the first fruit of all those who have what? Fallen. So if he's the king of kings, that means he is the king amongst what? Other what? Kings. If he's the Lord of lords, he is the Lord amongst other what? Lords. If I'm the light of the world, if you're the light of the world, what does that mean? And this here's a view. He said that you do not put a lampshade on top of your light. So here's a question or, or a statement. Every time you deny the saving power that's within you, every time you reject the anointing from flowing through you, every single time you try to shy away from who God says you are because you have this false humility, you are putting a lampshade on your light. What would happen in your workspace if you was full LED when you walked in? If 
you was Himalayan, you was pink salt. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget that. Like, you, you really understood. And what is God speaking to you, mamas? Stop taking the back seat. Stop shying away. Stop thinking your only job is to be a mama. And stop getting in a silent competition with your spouse, with men. No, you are strong enough to walk alongside of. You are strong enough to lead and to submit. I am trying to encourage you. You resemble, you are a shadow of what's happening in the spirit. You have a womb. And as the church, the bride of Christ, you have the ability to give birth to saving moments every day in your life. Don't don't go to the pizza parlor tomorrow the same way. Don't, Don't go into the bowling alley. Don't go to the mall the same way. Walk through that mall strutting around, man, with your eyes up looking for somebody. Make eye contact with somebody who's living darkness. Man, I've seen it. I've seen people stare like, who is that? <laughs> and you look at people. How you doing? Where you think movies get the idea of when, when that person, what's that movie with Denzel? When they bump on somebody, then it's a transfer. Falling. Right? You know movies when you t- we rub up against somebody, you get what they get or whatever the case may be. Man, do you understand that what's on you is contagious? Do you understand when you go to that Mother's Day dinner, when you have that birthday party, next time you don't walk in intimidated, you don't walk in embracing this funky family moment. Go in there and say, today the enemy will stop dividing my family. There is saving grace on me. Anywhere, every time I walk in the room, everything changed. The Lord sees your pain. He knows your struggle and he's asking you to come out. There's no more excuses to stay in your tomb. Your tomb of insecurity. Stop sabotaging your greatness. Who says you can't do multiple things? Who, who said it's got to be one or the other? If God said it, great. But do not make doing multiple things a bailout. Stop copping out. Stop being a coward when it comes to purpose. Stop making excuses why you can't love your spouse. Children, honor your mother. I'm going to say it again. Say it again. I, I'm, I'm for sure going to say it. <laughs> the Bible says, honor your mother and your father so that your days may be long. We have such a rebellious. And, and look, kids, let me help you. You can pull the trick of blaming your parents for mistakes they made. But you making your own mistakes. Every time you make a mistake, God ain't up there like that's their mama fault. <laughs> that's their daddy fault. That ain't theirs. You keep on going, baby. That's all your mama fault. No, that's your sin. That's your confusion. That's your rebellion. That's not your mama's. That's Listen, they, your parents did their best. Your parents have mistakes. Your parents were endured some pain. Kids, when the last time you sat down and asked your parents what they grew up going through? Let me, let, me, let me just talk on Mother's Day, okay? Kids, stop being selfish. 
It ain't all about you all the time. Parents, listen. Yeah, they're your parents and they have a responsibility, but you do too. Stop making it hell for your parents to raise you. Stop getting too familiar with your parents. They ain't supposed to feed you. Maybe a snack, but they ain't supposed to get, they ain't supposed to. Stop being, being, uh, what's the word? Self-entitled. You got one set of parents that's given up everything for you. And because you know they'll be there for you, you'll act a fool. You'll dishonor your parents but treat your friends with the highest respects. Are you kidding me? only got one mama you only got one daddy and they came with mistakes but they endured some things so they can help you out you don't know it all I believe the Lord is really trying to restore families children and parents be humble enough to be vulnerable the world is too dark for Christian households to be as dark for whatever reason there's something about May that the Lord is saying get your house in order get your house in order have a family meeting sit down and here's here's the first thing you're going to do going to repent and parents take the lead because you know you haven't been the greatest at times although we think we set the amazing example but we don't always know what the kid needs and parenting in, 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 in this day and age is hard it's tricky and so before May is over families have a family meeting that's not about rules but it's about love I'm serious let your kids see you and your husband apologize to one another and then here's a hard one for you apologize in front of your kids for mistreating their father or their mother watch what happens if you let pride this in the month of May is kick pride out month even if you're, you, some of you might think, oh, my spouse wasn't here. He didn't know, so I ain't going. No, no, you're going to go home and say, this is what happened. This is what happened today. And um, set the date on your calendar to have a family meeting. And if you don't have no kids and it's just you and your spouse, start now before the babies come. Because there's more babies about to come. I see you getting uncomfortable now. Hey Amen. You should have, you got married, you bought some babies about to come. Amen. Amen. There's a few of you, you've been trying to wait till the income get right. We, we, we talking, right? The Lord is here. You don't understand how much favor this child is about to bring your family. 
Yeah. And there's some people that's been considering a third and a fourth and a fifth, but you've been too scared. Stop trying to control the narrative. You're either going to have it or stop talking about it. All up in the womb today. And then there's some of you need to for sure stop. Just stop. Just stop. Someone's like, hey, hallelujah, that's me right there, pastor. <laughs> Amen. We're in birthing season. We're in birthing season. Bear with me. I'm just trying to make sure I deliver the goods. Amen. Men, I want you to take some pressure off of you this week. Your identity is not in your income. What this generation needs to see is loving men. This month, we're going to lead with love. Lead with love. Do not allow your insecurities to force you to feel like you got to flex on people to establish your manhood. An apology will go a long way. Yeah. And then lastly... I was sharing with my wife um, and I tackled it Wednesday if you were here there is and I know this sounds crazy but um, lust is killing a lot of people right now this is why really not just trying to get a lot of people on Wednesdays but there's things that we talk about on Wednesdays we don't talk about on Sundays and right now on Wednesdays we're talking all things Holy Spirit and we've been talking about self-control but lust is a killer because we often do it in secret some of you just be so holy at church say that that's okay I see back there about to choke auntie choking right there auntie choking happy mother's day okay to be freaky just for your spouse so if you're single and freaky just chill out calm down and wait for your spouse and then you can just <laughs> like Missy Ellie said get your freak on you know what I'm saying don't get the freak on amen amen Amen. Amen. 
All right, I'm, I'm trying to help some people. My wife, my wife get real, she get real nervous in these moments right now. But I promise you, sweetie, I grew up, I grew up in church, dear, and this stuff was never talked about. And lust, and messiness, and babies, and 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 abuse, and single moms. This stuff was never talked. All we talked about was uh, the cross. We never talked about this stuff right here. Hence why we have so many, so many broken homes. We have men and women turned over on their bed when their spouse go to sleep. Staying on that page too long. It's too much to live in secret. What I'm telling you is get yourself under control. Please. Begging you, don't let lust kill you. Okay? Save it for marriage. And then lastly, if you're married and freaky, listen, there's just some stuff that's not made for the Christian bedroom. The stuff you used to watch and the stuff you used to do. Stop trying to make your spouse do all that stuff. Stay at the front door. Stop all this. There's some, there's, there's, there's just like you and your spouse vibing and having great experience. And then there's just like animals. This is like, stop. No, you don't need to do all of that. Okay, some doors you don't enter. Okay? Y'all, I hear you chuckling underneath all of that. I'm trying to help you because then you get married and you bring that animal sex drive to the marriage and you make your spouse try to do all kind of tricks and stuff. Then people on drugs, what you used to watch. That's perverted. I think I'm done on that one. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Make some noise for the mamas. Amen. Hey, the Lord is in this place. Amen. See, that wasn't bad, sweetie. Give her some water. Give her some water. Twenty twenty-two. Okay, let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. Let's take a vote real quick. Kids, come on up. Real quick, listen up. Listen up. I, man, I hope... No, he's not here. We had a little, little kid who was in the mafia this morning. Pablo. El Pablo. Where I'm supposed to go. All right, let's take a vote real quick. Y'all ready? How many people have been here for a little while? Like several several Sundays, Wednesdays, whatever. Okay. I, I want to be really, I want to be, I want to I be, I want you to be honest on this. When we have like real, and then some of you have been with us for a long time. When we have like real conversations, we talk about like real stuff. Like real stuff. 
that really, really matters that's happening in the world. Uh, because there's curriculums going out that's teaching our children certain things, right? So if we don't, as a church, talk about it, uh, by a show of hands, how many people are honestly, and I've had people come up to me and like, Pastor, why was you talking to me? <laughs> how many people are really helped when you just hear the raw truth? Raise your hand. Okay. Thank you. Your children are going to be better. Every time you leave this building, you should leave challenged. And you should feel like the Lord has spoke to you. Doesn't it feel good to know God sees your circle? You can't hide. Amen. It's not condemnation. It's just like, man, what's really going on? I ain't always been married. I just pray for your strength today. Pray for your courage to stand for holiness. Because when I see these children, they need you guys. This is what you're doing it for. Aren't they so precious? You got to pee? You got to pee? You good? look like he in the Olympics. He just won something, right? He's like, amen. Victory is in the building. Amen. What's your name? Huh? Justice. Justice? Y'all hear that? All y'all people that call him T.T.? All right, his, he got a name. His name is what? Justice. Call that man. Ju- hey, Justice, how you doing? You know who I call TT? My auntie. How you doing, Justice? Huh? Good? You gonna preach the gospel one day, ain't you? When you get bigger. It's over now. Amen. 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 All right. So I just want to pray for you mothers. I want to encourage you mothers. Um, nobody, nobody goes through, and I, and I really believe this. Everybody goes through stuff. But there was moments in my life where I was just like, bring, bring it down, please. There's moments in my life where I'm like, I would not want to be woman there is so listen man when I when I when I see what women have to endure you see the old man you walking you walking in the in the restaurant and the old man not old man just mean just be like like just having to walk around and feel like so vulnerable all the time here's the thing God did not tell the woman to leave her mother and father told the men women are always supposed to be covered 
That's why at a marriage at the altar, who gives this woman away? You go from one covering to another. And there's women up here that have endured being uncovered for so long. Dad didn't cover you. And then out of your pain, you got in relationships and then you were uncovered, you trusted, you loved, you've made mistakes. But as a pastor, I want to say that's what we're here for. Your dad may not be in your life, your husband may not be, whatever it may be, but we cover you. You don't have to be ashamed. This is not that church is just going to shame you that you're pregnant and you made a mistake and you're not married to the father. That child is special in your stomach. And if that man does not want to take responsibility, then so be it. If there's any mothers up here living in regret, put it down today. The Lord is in the healing business. If there's any parents up here that don't have a great relationship with one child or all children, put it down at the altar. If there's any mothers up here who have not given birth, but you are pregnant, put the worry down. It's going to be okay. Whoever, whatever comes out of that womb, you have more than enough than what it takes to take care of that child. And lastly, for you parents that are up here, that feels like, man, I wish I would have did some things different raising my kids. I wonder if this is my fault. Put it down. You did the best you could. And where you didn't do the best, God can make up the rest. Stop living in regret and looking backwards. It keeps you stuck. Let this be an anointing and a moment where you pick up your mantle and be the woman of God that you're called to be. There is no mistake too big for God. All right. So all I'm going to do is you guys can raise your hand and worship and, and everyone around, we're going to pray for our mothers. I'm just going to walk by and just say a quick prayer and then we're going to give you some flowers while you can smell them. Lift your hands up, moms. And mothers, if you don't mind, take one of your hands and connect with another mom. Some way, whether it's shoulder or hand, we need women in unity. Women in unity, right, right, right here. Just link up somehow. Amen. <laughs> She's like, I don't know where that's going to come from. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. There's emotional healing in this room right now. Right now, if you need some healing in your soul, in your the area of your emotions, you've experienced a brokenness, and even if you've experienced a soul, like not so sorry, if you've experienced a fear of dying or not making it, if you just need strength right now, just lift your hands in this moment. If you need strength right now, lift your hands. Um, this is not the moment to be prideful or hide. If that's you, lift your hands. You're not lifting your hands saying, that's me. What you're lifting your hands is the Lord is touching and he's healing right now. And the first priority right now is not God just take it away. 
the first priority is as the apostles prayed, Lord, give me strength and courage to keep going. That's what I want to pray first. to hear the testimonies but you will experience noticeable victory in the month of May you will experience noticeable victory hey you ready for this you will experience noticeable victory in the month of May even if your circumstances don't change I want to say that part this victory has nothing to do with the thorn being removed. This has to do with victory in your mindset. This has to do with peace in your soul. And if the thorn is removed, praise God. But victory is coming in the month of May. Hey, I may have an issue, but I will not be depressed coming out of May. Whoa, you will not be depressed coming out of May. You will not be anxious coming out of May. May his favor be upon you. May his blessing find you. May he keep strengthening you. May you continue to go from glory to glory to glory to glory. victory noticeable attitude changes towards the accuser towards your attack there will be noticeable victory before May is over so I don't come I don't care what comes your way over these next few weeks but before you step out of May There is about to be a major mindset shift. The Lord is going to refresh you. There's some wings coming in the month of May. There is some refreshing coming in the month of May. Hey, weary cannot follow you into June. Weary cannot follow you into June. Weary cannot follow you into June. noticeable victory lift your hands if that's you lift your hands if that's you lift your hands if that's you if there's some things that got to be purged in a month of May I will see victory if there's some relationships that have to be purged some habits that have to be purged if I got to move out of somewhere I will not go into June carrying this hot mess Yeah, God is shifting. He's shifting churches. He's shifting addresses. He's shifting relationships. He is shifting some stuff because God is committed to your June being better than your, your woo. God is committed to your ladder being greater. Your ladder shall be greater. Your ladder shall be greater. Say victory is mine. Come on, victory is mine. 
One more time. Victory is mine. I don't know if it's a marriage out here, but your marriage will be better in the month of June. Yeah, yeah. You won't be so short with your spouse after May. There's going to be some self-discipline that you didn't have in, in, in March and in April that you're going to have in June. God is working some things out. He just needs your participation. There's relationships that will be better. I'm believing in the month of June to have, I have a good relationship with my kids. But you know how you can have, you know what I'm saying? Like you can be like, this is how the Richmonds do it. But it ain't quite how the kingdom do You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how we talk to each other in the Richmond household. And that maybe y'all worked it out. But the Lord wants to elevate your household relationships. Hey, hey, you've been hiding in your room when you come home for the last few months. You about to find yourself in the month of June sitting down watching TV shows together with your family member. Hey, you about to go in your room and leave the door open now. Whoa, some open doors in the month of June. I love you, Malia. I love you, Malachi. Look at your kids right now. Say, I love you. Look at your spouse. Say, I love you. Negative talk, negative responses got to leave out my household. That's negativity to myself and negativity to others. If I'm going to see victory, I have to leave consistent attitude in May. Don't mean you're not going to get mad. I'm going I'm, I'm to have attitude less in June say to yourself I deserve better say it one more time I deserve better victory over your body yep not saying that that workout plan and that new diet is not going to be hard that one you've been putting off I'm not saying it's not going to be hard but I'm saying coming out of May you're going to have a new attitude towards it I don't know who I'm talking to but that body that you desire that health you desire is well worth it it's well worth it oh uh uh them probiotics is too expensive buy it Get them shoes. Get some probiotics. I ain't got to eat organic. Okay. Well, you, you, hey, listen, get, don't buy the bootleg purse. Go organic. Okay. The stitches coming out of it. Come on. We about to see victory. This will not be a miserable summer. I don't even care if it don't rain, if it if it don't stop raining. Man, y'all be too serious. You get what I'm saying? See, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, do not let. I gotta go into. It's raining. It should not be raining right now. This is a weird service. Amen. All right. 
are receiving a deliverance right now. That's why I'm taking my time. You can't see the room like I can see it, but there's some people who really are struggling and have been ready to give up. So I know some people are ready to get out and why he keeps going because God is helping some people right now. So if you got to go, have a good evening. But there's some people that you don't know have been wanting to kill themselves. There's some people up here that you see worshiping every Sunday that you don't know they struggles. Let me tell you, I lead up here. I lead up here based, based off of what God tells me and based off the stories I know. I walk with people you don't walk with. Stop being nosy. Y'all being nosy. Y'all like, y'all being nosy. Get your own freedom going on right now. not God's will that you give up. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He turns my morning into dancing. Hey, we're going to do them certificates next week, okay? right now but and maybe this is for someone in here but for sure someone that's streaming right now that heaviness that you've been dealing with the Lord says he wants you to fast from silence fast from silence what do I mean for the rest of this month Every day for five minutes, you will have your own praise party. Okay. Every day for the rest of this month, for five minutes, you will have intentional praise. You will turn the TV off. You will turn on some praise music. You will open your mouth. You will sing. You will dance. And watch the chains that fall off of your life. Your heaviness that you've been experiencing is lifting even now. And if that's someone in this room, five minutes every single day 
intentional praise. Watch the chains fall off. I will not go into June the same. say thank you Jesus there, there's something inside of you that's saying it's going to be okay that's the Holy Spirit confirming his word say thank you Jesus come on right where you are whatever it is for you if it's your household if your relationships your finances whatever it is just begin to praise him right now thank him I know it's hard I know you've been praising him for a long time you've been faithful to God and you're still wondering why I'm telling you to drop your net again give him a praise again Give him a praise again. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. not end in defeat. If you're in this room and you deal with severe fear, just lift both your hands right now. Severe fear. Severe fear. Fear of dying. Fear of if you're in here. Amen. Lord, this give us the spirit of fear but of power love sound mind and I declare faith rise now faith rise right now faith rise right now seconds I want you everyone in this room that is willing open your mouth and just begin to give God some praise like thank him thank him faith rise faith rise faith rise thank you father it is done it is done in Jesus name I believe it I receive it I put on my mantle of praise now in Jesus name now in Jesus name I put on my mantle of praise in Jesus name Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for it. Thank you, Father. Thank you for victory, 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 Father. Can you put Psalm 91 up in the TBT? Thank you for victory, Father. Thank you for victory. Come on. Thank you for victory, Father. Thank you for my neighbor's victory. Thank you for my neighbor's victory. Thank you for my children's victory. 
Thank you for my spouse's victory. Thank you for my church's victory. Thank you for my community's victory. Thank you for victory, Lord God. I speak victory over my body in the name of Jesus. Victory over my mind in the name of Jesus. Victory over my relationships in the name of Jesus. Victory over my finances in the name of Jesus. I thank you for victory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I stand in agreement with you this week that you will even begin to see pieces of that victory. You do not have to wait to the end of the month to see victory. But you step into tomorrow from victory and just believe God. Amen? Amen. Give God a hand one more time. Yes, yes, yes. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the most, in the strength of the most high. You lift your hands if you receive. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. See, God needs to be your stronghold. The only God for me and he is my great confidence. Yes, Lord, he will rescue me from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect me from false accusation and any deadly curse in Jesus' name. His massive arms are wrapped around me. He is protecting me. I can run under his covering of majesty and I can hide in Jesus' name. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping me from harm. You better read this for yourself. I will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night. Nor do I have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against me in Jesus' name. I will not fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble me. Nor will the powers of evil be launched against me in Jesus' name. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, I will remain unscathed and unharmed in Jesus' name. I will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for, I, for they will be paid back for what they have done in Jesus' name. When we live our lives within the shadow of God's most high, our secret hidden place, hey, we will always be shielded from harm. Listen, when we live in, when we live our lives within his shadow, in the secret place, we'll always be shielded from harm. Verse 10. It's how you pray the word over yourself. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect me wherever I go. Defending me from all harm in Jesus' name. If I walk into a trap, they'll be there for me and keep me from stumbling. I'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath my feet. 
for here is what the Lord has spoken to me because I have delighted in him hey because I have delighted in him as my great lover I will greatly protect I will hey listen he will greatly protect me I will say he will set me in a high place he will set me in a high place he will set me in a high place safe and secure say I believe God one more time say I believe God so father I thank you for protecting and keeping us and hiding us from all danger and even when it doesn't look like it's happening we believe you so I declare that you stand strong this week and you will experience victory in Jesus name amen 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 this is what we're gonna do we're gonna dismiss right now but for like 15 minutes as you guys are socializing we are gonna play six of the top songs that went crazy last night so for those that don't know myself and this young man right here releasing a project and because y'all went so crazy last night we are going to release the album on the 20th but this week on Friday we're going to release one more pair of cleats and on that is going to be a song called Say So and a song called Everything Change okay so what we're going to do is I'm going to pray us out and then you can, you can vibe out you can turn up do what you got to do but we can fellowship church is over thank you for all givers next Sunday so you guys know next Sunday is our last big giving Sunday for our project understand that so that means everyone is bringing a special seed I had somebody last week give their thousand dollars already and so there's people giving 25,000, 50,000, 12,000, 8,000. What is it for? It is for one, two, three buildings to be finished over the next several months. And what God is doing in this community, he set us right in the midst of prime activity. Thousands of people are migrating in a one block radius right here in this city center. And so your seed is investing not only in finishing the church, but when we finish it, we'll be able to bring in streams of revenue due to the services we can provide to this community. And so we're asking you to go to the Lord and say, God, what would you have me do? We're asking you to call your friends and family of influence and have them so into a good cause. Anybody in here other than me and my wife and my family believe that Love Quest is good cause and good ground. And so you help us do things like put out music in order to reach the people in the marketplace in the world. You help us build facilities and state-of-the-art studios and multi-purpose, uh, a multimedia center right here across the hall where we can get the marketplace and get the world in here because we provide great services. And while they're in a place on holy ground, they get witnessed to and they get to experience the love of God. And then this place is going to be fixed up. And next door is going to be fixed up. So we can do weddings and we can, we can let movies be filmed here. There's all kinds of things we can do so we can hire staff to uh, facilitate the vision. Amen. God didn't call us to do ratchet. We classy. 
So next Sunday, we are going to come here and we are going to meet the quota. We are believing to bring in $450,000 over the next three months. Amen. And we're going to do it. Amen. And so as we pray out, vibe out, if you was here last night, when you hear them songs, there was a song called Alive. You remember that song? Something about your love make me alive. Got that, okay. And so we got six songs that's going to play back to back to back to back. So enjoy yourself. Please take some Mama Day photos as well as the paracletes. We want to take some photos with you guys. Make sure you hashtag, share, all that cool stuff. And let's go enjoy the rest of this good weather. We out of time. What happened? Oh, you got enough. Dang. Hey, man. Come on, you got to come in the center next time. I can't see it. No, I can't. I can see it in his eye. Amen. 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 Go ahead. with Pastor Julia, you know that immediately she is not only filled with the Holy Ghost, but led by the, by, led by the Holy Ghost. And um, Pastor Julia, we are just so grateful for everything that you do, the seen and the unseen, the way you walk around here with the heart of Naomi, the way you walk around here with the, the loyalty of Ruth. The, the boldness and the courage of Esther to to correct us in love is just, but it's a blessing. It's a real blessing because what that means for us on the receiving end is that you care so much about our salvation that that, here we, see, here we go, and that that's how you love in us. So we thank you so much for all that you do. We thank you for the continued sacrifices, the continued prayers for us individually as women, for our families. Um, it's just, it's such a blessing to be covered and loved by you. We thank you for your children that you've given birth to. We thank you that you clothe yourself daily with the armor of God, specifically putting on the belt of truth. We're going into prayer now, so please go ahead and join me in prayer, devotional prayer. If you have a heavenly prayer language, you can join it. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for this mighty woman of God. We thank you that she clothes herself daily in the, in the whole armor of God, particularly the belt of truth that covers her womb. We thank you, Lord, that everything that you've put inside her womb will come to pass. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that all of her wounds are being turned into series of wins. Come on. That suddenly all of the desires of her heart will come to fruition. We thank you, God, that every seed that she sows will not return to her void. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to bless her so that she can be a blessing because she knows and you know, Lord, that she is a good steward of everything that you have brought to her. So continue to bless her household. Continue to bless her finances. Bless her family. Bless her marriage abundantly above and beyond her wildest dreams, Lord. And I thank you, God, that even those um, entrepreneurial skills that are that are um, taking a backseat right now as she continues to love on her family and, and help raise her children, that they are that they are just recessive genes right now, but they will become dominant genes when the timing is right. And so I thank you for this, Lord. Grazie, Gesù. Per questa mamma di questa casa. 
vi ringraziamo tanto tantissimo per questa bella donna siete di testa su favore per mille generazioni mille generazioni mille generazioni su di te sia su favore per mille generazioni e sia tu, tutto la famiglia dei suoi figli dei suoi figli we thank you for this in the name of Jesus Amen Hallelujah Amen. Now, yeah, that was for Pastor Julie. It sounds like in the spirit, she said, your family will be blessed. You will have long life, something along those lines. I don't know what you said, but I'm just interpreting right now. Don't, don't, don't feel, you sound, no, you're going to tell me in a minute. It sounds like she said, your family will be blessed. You will have long life. There's something in there. You spoke, you, huh? What you got? Many, it was something in there. I don't. I'm, I'm just trying to interpret it by spirit. Okay, go ahead. So, so this is this is how God works. It's so wild. I've been preparing, of course, and praying over Mother's Day and this day in general, and specifically the words that God put on my heart for Pastor Julia. And the one thing that came up is um, the blessing, the song in Italian. And I had just been learning it just for fun because I'm Italian. For those of you that don't know. And then this morning we sang Mama, but this evening, and I didn't speak to anyone on the worship team, and I'm not on worship this evening, and that song came on. And so the Lord just kind of uh, confirmed what was in my spirit. And so that's what I was blessing, uh, the verse that his favor be upon you for a thousand generations in your family and their children. Yeah, see, I ain't Italian, so I don't know what you were saying. So I'm just saying it's important because... When, to others it's a tongue so interpretation in some instances I felt in this moment is required as we're people are being developed in the faith because she may have gotten it but some people will walk away what did that mean and so it's never meant for us to walk away stumped stooped whatever and so I just but that's what I felt that it was a blessing being spoken and so it's super important anyways awesome that was fire amen all right stand to your feet or you can keep sitting down we gonna we gonna vibe out anyway father bless them bless them bless them bless them out of time not out of Jesus until they get your love fixed man why you fellowshipping you ready you ready you ready back there you ready back there enjoy the music Thank you so much for tuning into this week's sermon. We pray you were challenged and encouraged. You heard the man. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms to know what we got going on. That's at LoveQuestINTL Church on all platforms. But you know what it is. Till next time, get your love fixed, man.